That's that's disturbing. <laughs> uh, give me a check, guys. Give me a check. Check, Hello? check, 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 check. Okay. Yeah, you can also yeah, mute people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, What's I, well, the one thing I don't know cool. is cool, cool, cool. <clears throat> we don't need it. All right, I'm channeling my inner Harry. All right. <laughs> I like it. This is the X, Y, and Z podcast. I'm sitting here with my man, Harry Fox. Good evening. Oh, uh, yeah, it's Monday night. I'm going to not hide the time of day. It's a dark night. My balls are now tingling after what Christian just said. And my man, Dinaira. Hi, guys. Uh, I'm not going to make any sexual reference because I'm a decent person. Uh, That's debatable. Uh, my name, my name is Christian Breaker. G'day, g'day. I'm glad that you're all Christian's here. A Monday man, I can tell. Yeah, but Dean's got his hood up. He's like a he's like a uncut penis right now. Christian, Do you would oh, you fuck? <laughs> Don't you say just, shit like that. You just want to slide the hood back uh, and slide uh, Dean's head. Monday, <laughs> Harry. I'm gagging. Um, but Monday. speaking of uh, speaking of genitalia, I want to talk about bags. Actually, male hey, bags. What? Fucking king of segways right here, Christian. <laughs> that was it, dude. That was I wish Harry could learn some segways to I a sexual reference, but he can't. That was funny. Yeah, right. male bags. We, we, we do we do a new thing today. Um, uh, we do live mailbag. Live mailbag. It's it's live. It's sweaty and hairy. Let's see if we can get a live mailbag. Can you can you ring the person? Yep, <laughs> it's happening now. Oh yeah, it's happening. Here we can Ooh, hear. I can hear it. We got new equipment, so we can actually live call people straight up. Uh, hello, are we? Is that Dan at the other end of this? It would be Dan. Dan, <laughs> holy shit! Number one fan of the X Y Z podcast, and also amazing Asian comedian and. Uh, and runner of did you have to preface yeah, this with Asian? Did you say Asian comedian? <laughs> I'm sorry, Dan. Well, I just, I, I, sorry, I was just letting Harry suck my dick for a little longer. You okay, know? wait, wait, I haven't finished sucking Dan's dick. So uh, also, he he has his own very sexy podcast called the Third Culture Podcast. I get that name right, Dan? <laughs> no, you didn't. Third Culture Talks. Oh, Third Culture Talks. Right. Where are you right now, Dan? I am currently in Indonesia, but not so long. In Indonesia, wow. And you're just about to uh, travel across the globe, I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Harry, I thought, you know, like uh, we couldn't be too far apart. Exactly. So I'm actually going to move back to your time zone. Very nice. Well, what time is it where you are right now? It is currently... Quarter to 1 a.m. Can shit. I just say that this is the boomerishest conversation that I've heard in a long time? Harry yeah, being interested yeah. in how time yeah. zones work. No, I'm just I'm just <laughs> being there for the sacrifice. Like he's he's there for us at a quarter to one a.m. My my Asian Respect comedian friend, are you sitting in the future right now? <laughs> this is Harry talking. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, <were you laughs> Indonesia. Are you an Asian comedian? Is that a specific kind of comedian that I haven't heard of yet? But Dan, what what were you? What do you like to do at, hmm? at, at quarter to one a.m. when you're not on a podcast? Why? What keeps you up I so actually, late at night? 
Well, I like to listen to my favorite podcast, the XYZ podcast. Excellent. Oh, Good wow. decision. It's wow. better It's better than Pornhub. <laughs> I feel justified. So, all right, Dan. So, Dan, as I understand it, we, we, we did an episode on, on revolution versus evolution. And as I understood it, mm. you texted me that you were very triggered. Well, maybe I'm exaggerating <laughs> that, but you, but you, you, you wanted to give a message. You wanted, you wanted, you had an important opinion or a story, even of something from your own experience. Go, yeah. Tell us about it. Mainly because, um, well, I, I actually, un, unlike most of you, I think probably I actually lived through a revolution. So, wow, I, I might have some personal experience here that other people don't. What what revolution was that? This was 1998 in Indonesia. We, it was a dictatorship here since the 1960s. And then in 98, because of various factors, there were street protests, police crackdowns, riots, a lot of burning stuff. And the president, well, the dictator stepped down. And uh, it was a pretty chaotic time. Uh, there was a lot of stuff like, uh, I don't know, the Chinese population here was has always been kind of a scapegoat, kind of like the Jewish people in Europe, traditionally. And uh, so it was an excuse to like burn a lot of shops, kill some people, rape a lot of women, unfortunately. And, uh, and then it did lead to some change. So it's arguable, like there are a lot of people today who still argue about like whether or not it was worth it. <laughs> Because uh, it sounds like a know. Friday night in Johannesburg. I mean, <laughs> Dean is just unimpressed by the level what, of looting, killing, death, raping, death, oh, looting, and raping. Where were you based at the time? Uh, and am I understanding this correctly? You're based in Jakarta, right? I am currently based in Jakarta, and I was in Jakarta at the time, yeah. So, um, what kind of change do you think um, the riot? brought um to indonesia i mean indonesia as i understand is a country of a very very uh a very multi-ethnic country um similar to Mm -hmm. switzerland and um (laughs) (laughs) totally (laughs) 250 million people you know (laughs) how old were you at the time as well yeah that's i was i was about 13 so yeah and we had to actually get evacuated from the from the country a lot of my friends in school, they also got evacuated. Sometimes the embassies would take them all the way back to their passport countries, so like the UK or Australia. In my case, since my dad wasn't working for like any American things, so we just went to the nearest foreign embassy, which was the Finnish embassy. They drove us out by military escort to the airport, uh, along with a bunch of other people who were fleeing. And uh, we went to Singapore for like a week or two, which is a long time in Singapore. You run out of things to do, but all your friends are there too. So that's crazy. Like as a thirteen-year-old, though, like um, I'm sure maybe not as connected as say your parents were. But like, what was the feeling? Was it amazing? Like, was it the people kind of getting together? There was like a revolution, with changing stuff for the better. Was it, like a good vibe, or was it just you guys kind of in fear, not part of it, dealing with all the craziness? Let's get out of here. So at at the time, because you're thirteen, so you're an idiot. So you think like, wow, this is interesting. This is cool. Like, oh. We had to pack an overnight bag at school, like just in case we had to sleep at school in case the riots got too bad. And uh, I think one time we did sleep at school and stuff like that. And uh, there, there were all these precautions, like school schedules had to change, everything like that. But um, it's been an interesting thing to look back on and especially to talk to people who participated in them. 
there's one comedian here. He's he's one of the big comedians, uh, Mosidik. He actually participated in the student riot that started the whole thing. And uh, it's it's one of the things where like people feel like there was some change, which was good because there's no dictator anymore. There's no secret police anymore. They don't use the army to protect foreign resource mining uh, like against the wishes of like the local population so much. But on the other hand, you know, like the, the elections more or less work, which is good. So we had some riots last year from the last election, uh, mostly because of WhatsApp and people believing crazy fake news. But the there's still corruption. Uh, Islamic parties have a lot more political power in parliament now, more than they used to, because the dictator used to just like say, like, everyone's going to be secular, but can't anymore. But so, but uh, were, so it's kind of like mm-hmm. a mix between uh, between positive change that came about it. So it, it was it was definitely violent, and and there was a lot of stuff happening that um, mm. you know hurt hurt a lot of people. There were there were there's people that died and stuff. But the yeah. big issue that was was the dictatorship at the time, and that one was tumbled, if you will. Like the 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 government changed from then on, so it did bring on a positive thing. Or do you see that? It, it brought some change, but have you heard of the concept of nostalgie in Germany? No. That's the uh, nostalgia in Germany for East Germany, like the old days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, there's people... it, it's prevalent in culture, so it, it is something that happens a lot in movies and, and stuff. So they, they, they mm-hmm. want to bring out the old cars and the beige clothes yeah. that everyone was wearing. Sounds like Harry, back in the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> back in the good old days. Yeah. Well, back in the days when you had job security, you didn't have to work so hard and I everything seemed okay. Dean, Dean remembers the good old days of apartheid and he sometimes he just sheds a tear. Uh, post apartheid, her. At least I'm not like I remember Margaret Thatcher. She was that hot babe in power. I, I used to went to the morning news. I see a weird one. Hey. Once I was in, uh, I sat in the student place in Göttingen in Germany. Some like I don't know, like 15, 20 years ago, and there was this guy whose parents would have set him up for a fantastic career in East Germany. And then suddenly it wasn't there. And so he was like, he went from being like, his life's going to be awesome to I'm now a nobody. That guy was fucking angry about reunification. That, that happened to a hundred thousand police officers working in the Stasi at the time, which yeah. is quite interesting. <laughs> exactly. All those Nazi officers are like, think, damn, what do I do now? Think, think of the Stasi people. Like, I'm really good at searching and killing. You just found empathy for Nazis. This is not a good thing. They were just Stasi, working for people too. Stasi lives matter. So. It, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, I watch the lives of others. They're just people too. <laughs> okay, so yeah. so in summary, Dan, are you more evolution or revolution, having had that experience? Personally, I'm more of an evolution person because I feel like I can sum it up. There's an old uh, Chinese curse, and you can trust the Chinese with this because they've been through a few of these, uh, which is may you live in interesting times because interesting times in history are always like wars, revolutions, famine, crisis. But and it looks interesting to study, but it's a terrible time to live through. And uh, usually, and especially when you look at China's history, things things don't change too much. Rulers change, some stuff changes, but the peasants still have got a farm for rice, you know. And it's it's uh, doesn't change too much. Do you think we're so, living in such times right now? It's hard to say because we're always living through such times at the no. moment. Like I think 
So yeah, in general, right. like right now, 2020, I mean, for, for a lot of people, mm -hmm. it, this seems to be probably the most traumatic experience that they've ever had because they had to stay at home for like mm -hmm. six months. Um, so, <laughs> you really see the breaking point of society at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what, what, how do you see it? Are, in my opinion, we're living in interesting times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we, we definitely are living in interesting times and they're, they're different from before. And also just because society has changed so quickly over since the industrial revolution, we really have no idea where we're going because it's all uncharted territory. So it's, it's hard to say, uh, what's going to happen. So, but rather, rather move on, up. rather move on with, with an, an evolutionary process rather uh, than an evolutionary process. I guess that's your point. <laughs> Personally, like I like, like if change happens and not so many people die. Let, like, let, let me give you know. some important context here. So the moment you said no. said May 1998 uh, unrest, uh, Christian whipped up the Wikipedia page and he now knows more mm -hmm. than anyone about this. Dean is now looking, <laughs> Dean's looking pretty triggered by the I'm, lack I'm of I'm disappointed. Revolution. I'm disappointed, Dan. I thought I, you know, oh. life needs to be more exciting. People dying and burning stuff is a lot of fun. Sounds like home, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dan. Excuse me, that was that German word for nostalgia, the good old days? Did, no, you would have um, apartheid nostalgia. I do not have apartheid nostalgia. <laughs> I'm talking rioting and looting post-apartheid. That's um, my goal. The, the German word is ostalgie. That one. Ostalgie. Mm -hmm. I feel uh, racist just saying it. All right, Dan, we're going to let yeah. you We're gonna let you get back to... Uh, uh, Listening to the XYZ podcast or Pornhub, whatever it was. You were really doing. So, Basically the same thing. Yeah, exactly. We got to do, we'll do an episode with you sometime. Once you're in the same time zone, we can maybe do this remote nope. thing again. That would be cool. Dan, I miss that you. That would be awesome. And can, yeah, just get your ass, get you, we can sneak you across the border once you're, uh, once you've landed back in Europe. Well, we start a revolution and fucking, you know, Bring him here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We'll do that. Yeah. Okay. I'll evolve my way to Switzerland. Sure. All right. <laughs> okay. That's the boring. You'll never get here. We need change right now. <laughs> it's been a pleasure having you on, Dan. Thanks oh, you, you, you guys told me. <laughs> Have a lovely All right. day. Thank you, guys. Take Bye. care, man. Ciao. All right. That was Dan. That, that was, was pretty cool. Actually. Live, awesome. live mailbag. Live mailbag. I like to do firsts. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're actually, I've been, I've been pitching to the <laughs> guys. Sounded way dumber right. than I intended. I like to uh, take virginity. <laughs> so, <laughs> so just pitching to the guys. Maybe we'll put it out there that maybe we could do this with some of you guys that listen. That we there's a platform where you could join and then maybe interact with us live on the podcast if you're interested in that. Uh, then I don't know. Send a, send us an email. Well, we'll make we'll we'll test it. We'll send it out. Watch us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, and you too could be part of the joyous. That's XYZ. the boring pitch. Do you guys want to join us live? The XYZ podcast. You want to hear your opinion being heard? You want to hear Harry talk about his dick some more? Contact <laughs> us at at, G, uh, at the, the XYZ, XYZ pod. The XYZ pod. At gmail.com. There we go. Amazed by that. Or, or, thank you guys. Thank you. Or check us out on Instagram at XYZ Podcast. Uh, yeah, that'll be, I'm loving this concept, Harry. We can get live callers. You guys can give us your opinion. 
Exactly. And we will insult you and then disconnect you for five years. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's Block number. <laughs> I'm just amazed. I don't know about you, Christian. I'm amazed by the energy of Dean tonight. It's like incredible. Monday yeah. Monday evening. There's, I, a, there's a level of sobriety that's happening right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's great. I love it. So I love sobriety it. raises energy. energy levels? No, so I'm, now, now I'm... But you're making me feel old because like Monday evening is just like... Uh, it takes me till Tuesday to... No, to but it's, sorry, Harry, you look like that on a Thursday. Like <laughs> it doesn't it's not how I look, it's how I feel inside. I know how, I, uh, you know, age. <laughs> you are what you eat, Harry. Exactly. Um, speaking of plucks, though, um, do we want to get into it? Anyone get any plucks? There's uh, the Ass Tour. Um, I think I'm doing 4th of, Oct- 4th of October. Yeah, this one somewhere. will be out after Harry. Okay, then, uh, yeah, we'll be doing shit. Contiki, Comedy Night Zurich, English English Stand-Up Comedy, Comedy Kiss, the whole thing that's going down. Yeah, and uh, for our previous guest, Ahmed Bilgate, you can once again find the Comedy Night Zurich. We are there probably most frequently. Um, they're the Comedy Nights Zurich. Hammond is just a every yeah he's just like a non-stop machine of yeah this is where we up. this is where we work out I'm doing stuff. some I'm I'm doing some Swiss German gigs so I thought it would be Ew. prudent to pl- uh, to pluck them on an Wrong English <laughs> format um, I got Australia p- listen up <laughs> could you plug could you plug them in Hatazuri oh, fuck that um, I'm playing the American stand-up show in Bern on the 7th of October uh, I'm doing the uh, comedy at Stadtmix in Alton that's in Swiss German on the 8th of October and then uh, 9th of October this is one that I really want to plug because it's dear to my heart under the influence um, and oh. Dean is going to be part of that as well um, oh, yeah. Harry opted out because I'm not a fucking idiot that's why the concept is pretty simple. Uh, it's going to be at Contiki. Uh, we're going to do one set sober and one set drunk as a skunk. And I'm really looking forward to that. The one question I had when I was invited to do co-hosting was define sober. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's uh, the start, man. It's um, just a Tuesday night for us, technically. And then... Is it, is it, it's on a Tuesday. It's on, it's on a Friday night. Okay. It starts at Whatever. 8. Um, uh, and then... I'm totally coming to watch. I'm, not, I'm just not a fucking idiot to d- actually do that shit. 22nd of October. I want to plug this already now. 22nd of October, we are back at Comedy House with English stand-up. Um, previous guest, Benjamin Delahaye, friend of the show. Uh, and I, we are setting that show up. We currently are not yet sure about the headliner because the guy that we had in play actually can now no longer travel to Switzerland. So uh, this is how the fucking <laughs> quarantine rules go. Um, but we will have a show and it will be awesome. And I just say, don't miss that show. The one we just did, which was like last week, was it was just awesome. It, it was like, there's one, uh, occasionally when you do a comedy show, the crowd comes out after and you can see their high on laughter. And that's a wonderful thing for me personally. I don't know about you guys. Cause you know. Actually, I want to talk about this for a second. This was the first paid bill that we did. Um, the three of us, the XYZ podcast represent. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. It was the first paid gig, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, I got paid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Harry obviously didn't I I, I did I did get paid but you pay based on skill Uh, no 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 it's just like this is one of these things where having a full-time job is a problem because every time every time I get paid for comedy I think well that that's a nice token gesture (laughs) (laughs) because Uh, and and probably 
probably I should just quit my job and try to live off comedy and then, yeah. I'm like, how many hookers can this buy? Oh, wait, it's Switzerland. None. <laughs> this will get me half a, half a McDonald's. No, this, yeah. is, this, is, this is getting you a risky you don't finish off. So uh, I feel dirty for saying this out loud. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, all right. Plugs done. Uh, shall we get into it? Hey, no more butt plugs, buddy. Hey. Wait, wait. Can we can we just redo that jingle? Cause wait, we working out the soundboard. Check us out. Check us out. What is this dude? <laughs> I like the scratch. You can sing, yo, X Y Z, motherfucker. Yeah, we need to do some lyrics for that. <laughs> Actually, we should. Yeah. Wiki, 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 wiki Harry's dirty ball sack. Let's go. <laughs> My bull sack is very clean. So uh, you want some crackers with that cheese? I, I, I wash <laughs> it. I, I, I massage it. I talcum powder. Hey, stop! It. Stop! I actually, just touch my balls too. What are we doing today? Um, <laughs> yeah. So you guys, we, we we've had an episode about living in Switzerland a while back. Do the segue. I'm ready for this. <laughs> I'm trying to. Um, it, you came um, to Switzerland out of your own. Uh, volition, Harry and Dean. You basically voted to come to Switzerland. Uh, it's not that good. I want to talk about the voting system in Switzerland. And and this, um, I want to preface it this way. Switzerland is known for really boring shit, I think, worldwide. So uh, people think about like watches and cheese and um, stealing money of uh, Jewish people <laughs> in the Second World War. But I think there there is some very peculiar traits um, in Swiss society. And one of them is how we vote. And I think it's very different to the rest of Europe and the world in general, I guess, um, the depth of, of voting we have. And let me quickly explain uh, in very brief terms what that means. Swiss people have to vote or are allowed to vote four times a year. And they vote about national issues, cantonal issues, and also the city that they live in. And uh, you get like a little envelope and then you have to go and get into it. And uh, Dean, you're a Swiss citizen. You have probably received these yeah, I, letters. I, I love the idea that Harry's not allowed to vote. Right, Harry? You're not allowed to vote, right? Uh, no. Your yep. kids are? No. They're not? No, no, no. They, they, They're not 18 yet. They don't have Swiss passports. Well, when they are, they don't have Swiss passports? Yeah, you don't get them for free. You have to, you have to apply. A bunch of immigrants just living here? Jesus exactly. Christ. Just I thought they were born here. They are, but that doesn't... Uh, Switzerland doesn't, doesn't have, it doesn't it's recognize not like America. That, no. I, I never knew that actually. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's, it's, it's messed up. You meet occasionally, that, so the word is secundos or secondos is the yeah, children. Second generation. And they've grown up here. They speak perfect Schweizerdeutsch. They're literally Swiss. And they still have a sea permit. You know what's funny is that like because like I thought they would have Swiss passports and then I thought that you would have double the voting power of a normal Swiss person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's can, how that works. You know, you're not Swiss, but you can vote twice. You like, think, that's funny. You think I can influence? You have a lot of faith in my parenting skills. If you think that's I can true. get these guys to, you could just steal it from the mailbox and fill it out for them. Yeah. Oh shit. That's what I would do. Yeah. You you came here, Harry. You came to Switzerland. Um, how long ago? Twenty years ago. Almost, yeah. You I should. I should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's on. It's on a to-do list. <laughs> but um, <laughs> let me ask you this: because it, despite the fact that you can't vote, um, you definitely come across like the intensity of the the 
the prelude of a voting Sunday. Yeah, yeah, we obviously yeah. vote on a Sunday because it's a fucking militia system and people don't want to pay people to work. So um, <laughs> it's so That's dumb. And, and I've heard you guys have vote parties where you get together with your buddies <laughs> and... and Yeah, n- nerds and party politicians do that oh okay and that's not party politicians it's more like the boring fucks I, I thought it's like you have a brunch and then you whip out your voting slips and then you have a bit of a discussion about what do you think of this one about should should fathers you get more prosecco paternity leave was mm, the big one that was where did one. you hear this that was a recent one no? yeah the father we get to that we get to the recent sunday but i heard i so the vote the voting party thing i've mm, never heard of this from a from a well from my swiss ex okay so. yeah I'm, I'm not sure if that applies for everyone but i think so swiss people seem to be in my opinion very private about who they vote for and all that sort of stuff i thought uh, yeah i guess in this case it was just uh, an excuse to drink alcohol <laughs> yeah, Sorry, isn't everything just an excuse to drink alcohol yeah. can i confess something go on i've never voted in this country ever what the that's fuck? interesting to me that's interesting to me but let, let's get into this so you know it's it's made easy for you you get yeah. like a little envelope it comes in the mail with all the voting paper oh it's in german <laughs> that's what i was gonna say there's two reasons i've never voted Number one, because I think it's all bullshit. Number two, it's all in German. I can't read it anyway. Speaking of the old bullshit part, though, no. I, I want to I understand something. So when you came here, what was the craziest, the, the craziest vote that you ever have seen uh, pushed through the news? Um, look, there's a couple instances where I was like, this is fucked up for me. Because like, I think as, as soon as I got here, one of the first campaigns came out because like this is the, what I noticed and what I was asking about is that there's, there's you know, left-wing, right-wing parties and they all kind of get um, funding. And there's also a government opinion. So there's like people who kind of push a message more than anyone. So for example, like the government will pay for propaganda, that's what I call it, for a certain thing. And they kind of tell you how to vote and Swiss people being majority sheep kind of follow that rule. <laughs> I'm fuck you if you disagree with me. Here's the thing though. One of the first things I saw that I was like, there's something off here. There's trouble in paradise is because I started seeing those billboards and I think we mentioned it before with the sheep. Yeah, yeah. The so the SPAP had yeah. this vote and they were saying it's an anti-immigrant bill and there was a picture of the Swiss map and there were white sheep on the map and a black sheep and the white sheep was kicking out the black sheep literally. It was like a purely racist metaphor. And I just come from like a country that has a rich history of racism to this. I was like, this is going a bit weird. Something's a bit fishy. Um, that was the first case. And then there was that, that's when I started questioning it. And I thought this was also really strange for me. There was two votes happening at the same time. One was for the universal basic income, which in my mind is like a utilitarian, you know, ideal where people could get paid a basic wage that would cover their expenses, so then you know we could kind of yeah. live life a little bit better. Of course, there's arguments on either side, but yeah, that that that's how that works, right? Yeah, of course, of course. But like in my mind, that's a progressive thing, and I wouldn't imagine anyone here saying no to it. I didn't know all the details. I think I know there's an argument to it, but this is just a bad example. But, but the government, yeah, okay. this is what I noticed based on that: the government, whatever doesn't cost them money they ask you to vote for. So if, if something comes up, because, okay, context real quick. In Switzerland, if I get like, I think it's 50,000 signatures or 100,000 signatures, I can make the court 
uh, vote on bringing that to law. For example, if I go a free beer for everybody on Fridays and 100,000 people sign it, they would actually have to go and argue that in yeah. law, right? Yeah, that's true. But now when it comes to like universal basic income or the gold reserve that they were trying to get rid of at some point, if the government is in favor of something, they push that message so fucking hard. And that's all you see all over the place. Vote yes for this. Vote yes for that. You know, And that's their version of propaganda. And I've never seen anything that benefits people over government ever being passed. Interesting. That's interesting. Every time the government is in favor of something, that goes through. Full stop. I've never seen another example uh, outside of that framework. Okay. Harry, for you, what was the craziest one? What was the craziest vote that we had to do in Switzerland and you thought, why the fuck would I talk about this in the first place? Lower working hours even. Sorry. Um, I have, honestly, honestly, I don't follow the topics that carefully, like only if they come up on my radar because they're getting a lot of hype. <coughs> I think Propaganda. One, well, yeah, but also that they're making international news because, because I like honestly, I, I don't, I don't read that much Swiss news. <laughs> sorry, sorry, but I, I'll never be as irresponsible as Dean, who has a passport and doesn't even fucking vote. Well, look, if I could vote for something that was actually like worthwhile and wasn't propaganda to me in my face by some right wing situation or the government trying to push something that would lower their costs, then fuck yeah, I'd vote for that. Yeah, but. I, if I could read it. <laughs> so the way, let's take the UBI case. So here's how I read that one, is that the reason, the reason why people voted against that is because when you think through the consequences of what a UBI could do, it has so many knock-on effects that it does something that Swiss people really don't like. It changes a lot of things change. all at once. Change is a big fast big change. Thing. Fast change is not a thing that happens in this country. I think the one, the one actually, the one that that surprised me the first time around was when they, the first time they voted no on extending parent uh, fatherhood leave. That was recent. But now they voted again. The, the last time it came up, like maybe five years ago, I can't yeah. remember. And this time they voted for it, which is good. Like now, now fathers, instead of getting one day of leave, get two weeks. That they used makes to get one day. Can yeah. you believe it? It's, it? You get the same amount as for a funeral. Look, I yeah, mean, you, you, get, you get enough time to like clear up the blood and wash, <laughs> you wash your, wash, wash your it, wife's I, I think bloody... It's, it's quite quite center for dinner and off you go back to work. You get the same amount to bury your hopes and dreams. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, but um, what was I going to say? Like, I mean, you guys know my kind of opinion and viewpoint of authority in general. Yeah. So my distrust for government is so beyond repair that I will not trust anything. But when, uh, yeah. when you were in South Africa, were you allowed to elect your member of parliament? Look, dude, I mean, this is the idea of direct democracy. This is why I'm so like, this is such fucking bullshit because it looks exactly like um, the African government, except they don't, you know, pretend to be di direct democracy. <laughs> They're like, we're going to fucking do whatever we want. The majority always wins. We're gonna, all the uneducated people are going to vote for us anyway. And in Switzerland, like, oh, you can vote for anything. Anything could happen. But no matter what happens, it's always in favor of them. No, wait, the, the, uh, you, you said two things there. The whole majority wins thing. Um, it's something that actually... Uh, it's uh, mostly propaganda. Well, the, 
what what really annoys me is um, in, in the past. I'm not sure how this works in the UK, for example, but I think participation in voting is actually super low in mm, ge- yeah, in, in general. UK, yeah, and, here uh, in in Switzerland, I, I've seen different things. Like the, the this last Sunday was a big one. So I want to I want to get into the last Sunday because yeah, we have mentioned good. a few. There's, there's one thing I want to mention real quick. Um, I heard this from Russell Brand. I did Google it. It is true. All the all the presidents in American history, up until the exception of Donald Trump, every single one of them, whoever had the most campaign money for their running, won presidency. Full stop. Yeah. You could literally just go, "Who has more money? You do. You're president now." That yeah, okay, it's but that's a bit of a short-sighted statement because wait, this is how that works. So um, you get support locally. Um, so pe- people basically sponsor you, and uh, that creates the the money flow. However, we're talking democracy. Wait, wait, wait. This is th- it's uh, d- democratic finance. So the more people give money to the cause, the the quicker. No, the this is wait. This is, okay, wait. Let me finish because that was true up to a point. Because then the in the US there was a new law that allowed the creation of PACs, super PACs. Um, that's a uh, uh, political politically action committee or political action committee um, which basically allowed um, uh, companies to start sponsoring um, candidates and prior to that it was only private persons that were allowed to sponsor that so the money flow aspect up to the creation of PACs was perfectly democratic. But as from um, the point when companies could sponsor and the, the amounts are also not capped, so an individual could now, sp- uh, say, uh, hand in 10 million or 1 billion. And prior to that, that wasn't possible. So you were limited to a certain amount that you could give to the cause. What you're missing is the idea of anonymity. So people who are anonymous could donate to... Now the they can, yes, banking. through the packs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We're not talking normal citizens here which is interesting money. In, which is interesting in the context of switzerland because in switzerland um party sponsorship or um sponsorship of for example the propaganda as you described it of uh, a specific vote yeah is private so, so you don't know where it comes you don't from. know where, where the money comes from that and and it's it's a it could pro- be government no it can't why it can't the government it could be a private individual in government uh, which in Switzerland is the case because the whole government is built on militia except for people that are actually working for the government, but they they are excluded from that process. So, so this goes deeper. <laughs> We're like, the Swiss government could technically influence every vote under I the don't, sun. I don't know that much. I, I, like, yeah, I, we, I, I'm expecting a lot of people going back to like, Christian, you actually didn't understand how this fucking thing works. But what, what I understand is that... Um, anything. Partner, uh, party sponsorship, like there is an obvious one. So we have the right wingers, the SVP, the, um, whatever they call themselves, the Swiss uh, Volkspartei, which the, the term Volks yeah, already is, is kind of like irksome. And the best logo, it's like a rising sun. Happy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that looks nice. Happy farmers. They're like, no black sheep allowed. But like, it, it, is, it is pretty much known that one family pretty much sponsors the shit out of that who's one. The, who's the family? The, the right-wing fucktard Blocher. He, now I know who to hate. Yeah, yeah. Because this I, is what Switzerland's an old good fat at. Bastard. This is what Switzerland's good at. We don't have an enemy. Like in South Africa, in most countries, we have a president who's an asshole enemy and everyone can get behind hating this person. 
But here, there's no president. There's like a whole board of people that nobody knows who the fuck they are. Oh, there's like no. hidden rich families that nobody knows who. Like, who do you hate? This was government. But that guy, like, who's that? that guy, for example, Blocher and his daughter. Is genuine. Yeah, no, he, he's, he's a oh, his daughter is a Blocher. Blocher. No, so here's, no. So here's, uh, here's yeah. the story I've heard about Blocher, and you may have to fill me in the details, Christian, because I, I don't have the facts. I have the telling of a story. So what I heard Which is... Which comedically that, works better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what I heard is that there was some company uh, that, that Christoph Blocher became the CEO of, and it was a family-owned business. Anyway, and, uh, and there was a family, and the family were just like, yeah, you take care of it. And then basically he managed to set things up so that he got them to agree to some decision which trashed the company like in a very short time, like, like made its value almost nothing. Uh, and then he bought it and then like bought it off the company and said, oh, this has gone the shit. Uh, I'll take over for you here. You have this little bit of money. And then he's flicked the switch back on and this company came back to life. Is that basically true? Uh, I'm, so he I'm, hazy, I'm hazy on the details, but the gist of it is absolutely true. Um, so he basically... He's a billionaire nowadays. He basically stole a family business yeah. from a family. He went to a prestigious university called um, HSGs and Garland. Uh, uh, <laughs> those motherfuckers. So gigs there. Everything, everything about the cunt is irksome. Like, th 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 there was... Um, he, <laughs> An irksome cunt. He that. was... <laughs> He was the <laughs> commander. He, he was um, a military high wig at one point, And I think my father served for him. And I remember when my dad had to go to the army, um, he was talking about that guy. And that was prior to his political life. Um, or he just kind of started to kick it off. So his first win... That, that dude's win was taking over the right-wing party and making sure that Switzerland is not joining the EU. So he's basically our version of a Brexiteer um, before the EU was even a thing. Wow. <clears throat> um, yeah, horrible human being through and through. Um, rich ass and uh, making sure that he always, always wins and um, make sure that his taxes are right. And his daughter, there's a beautiful video of her this is like you watch this thing. Uh, she's in a boardroom and she's at the head of the table. I think it's done in English. Um, uh, yeah, let me see if I can find this, yeah, but let's continue. And, and basically she's got like a room of 20 men in it and she's going round one by one and humiliating them. It's like really like the, it's, she's treating them like seven-year-olds. She said, like, so do you have an opinion on this? And the guy's thinking, he said, come on, you can do faster than that. Like, I pay you a lot of money and I don't expect you to not have an answer for me. Okay. Why don't you have an answer? She, uh, absolute, what's the, what do you Google? Um, I, can, I have it. I, found I can, Locker, see, I can see why Harry's latched Oh, we got, we got, oh, yeah, we can go live. Well, hello. It's good as you think that's normal, huh? Praxisorientiertes Pauken steht über pädagogischen Feinheit. Huh? Mr. So you so on YouTube just look for the, um 
Uh, Magdalena Magdullo Blocher, The Seven Thinking Steps. Or as she says it, The Seven Thinking Steps. Um, <laughs> she sounds like a passive-aggressive bitch. I'm not going to lie. She, Can you tell me the seven things? Huh? Tell me now. <laughs> she was elected into National Assembly um, shortly after her dad was ousted from senior government. I tell you, in a way, Switzerland is not making the case for women in power. Cause oh. What? Oh. Because oh, you've got her. Don't, don't use that example. Who, you've Harry. got. Don't you've use got this wait, motherfucker. You went to the Zurich Film Festival over the weekend. Incorrect. Yes, you did. Those pictures or something. No, you were crashing the Zurich Film you Festival. You crashed the Zurich. I was, I was there after hours. Run by an absolute psychopath. Her name is uh, Nadia Schildknecht. Here's my argument: Everyone you, in power is a psychopath, if, woman or man. If you talk to anyone, no, but but if you talk to anyone who works from the the Zurich Film Festival, say just say. I'm sorry about Nadia. And they will break down in front of you. Will, tears will come immediately. Harry clearly doesn't want a career in show business in Switzerland. No, no. <laughs> I don't give a... Yeah, fuck that shit. Why would I, why would I want woman. a career in show business for... Like to be watched by 20,000 people. If I want fame, there's the internet, motherfuckers. We don't need permission from Nadia Schiff. Any, any woman I can't be a power bottom over, I'm not interested. <laughs> Okay, fuck you. <laughs> okay, but let's dig into. Uh, wait, wait, Sunday. can I just add one thing? Yeah. I used to own Nadia Shilkanes' uh, lamp. It was in the corner until it fucked out. It's down in the cellar. Nadia, I, I stroked it. I looked at it. And Nadia, I know you're listening. I thought you were okay. going to say I used to own a pair of her underwear. This is what I expect from you, Harry. <sighs> no, I, but we're working on that. That, that would be a, a pair of spanks or something. <laughs> Some tiny whities that Harry always wears. So um, here, here it goes. Uh, you were right. mentioning before the um, uh, the parent, uh, the, the whole parenting issue in Switzerland about that one sidedness is very deeply rooted. Um, so, for example, like um, in, in Switzerland, the way the taxes are built, they basically expect women to stay home. That's kind of how the whole uh, the tax system is geared. Um, and uh, the, whole, the whole thing about, like, uh, what is it called? Paternity? Uh, paternity I've, got, leave? I've got an epic rant on this, like, if, uh, if you want to hear it. But first, you, you explain the um, A couple of years ago, uh, correctly said before, we already voted on this, um, and then it was canned. But the, the argument was always that it didn't go far enough. So I think we only asked for a couple of days. Of yeah, it, was, it went from, yeah, it was going to be like from one day to three days. Yeah, it was something, something stupid. And now it kind of made sense. So it was, we were talking about a two week holiday for um, uh, when, when you become a father in Switzerland. And uh, it was an astounding 60.3%. I say astounding, 60.3% in any vote in Switzerland is insanely high. So what what you get is usually 52%, 51% or something. <laughs> the other 40% are just moms are like, please don't let my husband stay home. Like, <laughs> get him the fuck away from me. <laughs> but even, um, not that big of an ask, but now, uh, Harry. All right, so rant time. So the first thing is, for the first month, uh, if you go back to older societies, the first month after birth, a woman should be doing nothing but recover. So it actually makes sense that the husband stays at home and helps out with the physical activity of a kid. You need longer than two weeks. You need a month. But whatever. Here's the thing I want to rant about. 
is that in Switzerland, there's this wonderful fantasy that the best person to bring up the kids is the mum. And there is a massive stigma attached to mothers who dare, dare they work. So actually, for all the people, all you, all you guys going, here's where I'm, I would say I'm genuinely a feminist, I have very strong views, is that the whole thing that people are doing in Switzerland is fucking nuts. The, so it's based on a fantasy of Heidi living on a farm and growing up in the fields <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. And it's bullshit. First, Heidi was brought up by her, her grandfather for fuck's sake. Nice, and, nice, well done. And the second right, thing right. is, the second thing is, what happens to a mother when she has to stay at home for three years with a kid before it goes to kindergarten in a tiny flat in Zurich? What happens then? Kid would get SpongeBob in the old days. Now they get an iPad. That kid is is getting no social interaction. It's spending its time with a person who's basically suffering from postnatal depression. <laughs> I was just and, about to say that and untreated and <laughs> and wondering what her purpose is in life because she abandoned her career for this I hear, shit. I hear pain, Harry. And, I hear pain. Yeah, I went. But the thing is, I come from a country where we had the Industrial Revolution like two hundred years ago. We had like from the age of Four, I went to school from or the whole day. My mum could work, and there was no problem at all. And and basically, like, yes, in this, it didn't scar you at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, no, no. It's really it was it was fine. It, and it, there was and it was just a normal thing. It didn't yeah. that part didn't fuck me up. Other things. I would, I would love to hear this, Harry. Did you go to nursery school like from birth essentially? Like, no, I. So the first three years, actually, I wasn't doing so much. I think my so grandmother helped out a lot. With Grant, okay. yeah, it was like kindergarten and stuff. But my mom was working there. She says, long story. She we just come back from England. She was doing teacher training, so she didn't have to work much at that point. Yeah. But in in England, from four, kids are properly looked after from nine till four probably and until the age of seven and then it goes up to five or something but here's the thing is that it's a whole thing there's food there shitty english food but your chips on bread yeah or fucking uh yeah don't get me on (laughs) on the food where you see it was horrible here basically the the system works you you send your kid to the kindergarten until lunchtime and then if you're a good schweizer familia the kid comes home with his friends maybe you have like a mittagstisch you get the other kids there and then the kid spends a wonderful afternoon with his mother what happens to you christian is that, that what happens to you exactly that yeah so you would come home at 12 after yeah you. so this is how it worked my mom my mom had a job in the emergency room she's a nurse and um, she had me and bye bye career. So <laughs> it's fucked. It's she dad only had a day of maternity, paternity leave. <laughs> yeah, dad had one day where he could dust his uh, clothes off and go like, oh yeah, we have that thing now. And then <laughs> and fuck off the next day back to work, realizing that he now has to make double the salary because with uh, the fucking income that he had at the time, he was hardly able to afford it. Now and you have an option. You have an option that in the afternoon, your kids go to something called the Hort. The which is The Hort, H-O-R-T. It's a crash. A crash. It's, it didn't exist when I grew up. And... When you do this, when you tell your neighbors, yeah, my kids go to the hort, they look at you and go, oh. Oh, I was just about to start with the stigma. Oh, do you really have to? Oh, that's terrible. Oh, like you're poor. You have to send your kids there. Yeah, you send it to a crash. And basically what happens is you have like from four-year-olds up to 11-year-olds 
So what happens is that the 11-year-olds get to traumatize the four-year-olds. <laughs> My no, son, but that's just school. My son, yeah, my son thing. got to watch porn at the age of six because some kid had it on his phone, and this kind of shit. Run up it. It. But here's what here's what Good. the here's what the whole thing pins on. And I've spoken to people younger than me that have just had kids who still believe this bullshit. That the best thing for a kid is for the mother to stay at home when until they're like. Six. When so I want to respond to that. So this is this is the fascinating it, conversation. Maybe in a village, yeah. I'll just say in a city, that's utter shit. Um, my mom, uh, when she started working again, she started working again when I was 16 years old. So she was out of work for 16 years, which basically means um, as a nurse, she lost her mind. She could not go back to where she was. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, like heaps has changed in like a decade and a half. And um, she went to work in an old people's home, um, washing old people. Um, and that was her job. So she went from saving lives to um, keeping people alive a little bit longer. If this podcast goes any longer, we're going to have to go to a nursing home to see Harry. <laughs> 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 You'll be able to do the podcast while getting Dean, his balls washed. This is going to be so much fun. We just give Dean, I would love you to wash my balls. <laughs> Harry, if you're, if you're not capable as a loyal friend, I would wash your balls. Thank you. I would, you aroused, you, I would, cut your I would give you gin intravenously. <laughs> Dude, that's but funny. Through his kidney. I got a I got a nice example though. The, the the like I had this whole theory when I like when I came here, my kids were born, and I'm like, what the fuck is this system? Because like like for over like 150 years in England, you had all this shit. It wasn't even a discussion. And and the the point that really hit home how stupid this thing is, at least in Swiss cities, was when my kids started at the kindergarten. They went to the Hort, which is like the pre-kindergarten, which costs basically the salary of one adult, by the way. So yeah, when, it's expensive. So if the woman does work, all her money, because uh, you can only yeah, afford, it's her money. Yes, yeah, of course. All her money goes into paying <laughs> for childcare. Well, the equivalent. No, 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 it's not. I shut the fuck up. I was, but the point is, is <laughs> if the woman works, the the effect of all the money she earns effectively is what it costs to put your kid in the kinderkrippe. Yeah. Right. So, wait, wait, wait. Let me just finish this thing. So my kids went to kinderkrippe, Marsha from the age of 10, Ben from the age of eight. And when they got to kindergarten, they were fully socialized. They were used to dealing with kids. The day kindergarten starts, there was this kid there who just spent the last three years with his mum. And he, I remember watching him. He was sat on the grass looking in shock at all these kids running about that he was supposed to. He was a blob. Um, and all the other kids who'd been to the kindergarten knew what to do. They were fucking socialized. They'd had, they were advanced human beings compared to this little blob who'd probably watched SpongeBob for three years. <laughs> So fucking yeah. So okay, okay, but we go from I, I, one I, I, day to I, I, two I, I, weeks. It's nowhere near. I want to. I want to talk about the, the whole argument briefly about the, the, the system, how fucked up it actually is, because you raise a point there. The reason why I was talking about my mom is when she started working again after sixteen years, she basically told me the biggest regret she has in life is that she didn't try to keep her job, and that's kind of outrageous in that way because so i was born in 86 um and in she that couldn't vote by then <laughs> she, she, she was just about to she was born in a time she was born in a time where she couldn't vote she she was one of the people in that generation where it changed so uh, anyway 
but, but she it, got an opinion her her point. view her view now isn't that revolutionary but if she would have tried to keep the job that would have been revolutionary and would have been associated with so much stigma as you mentioned before which is fucking insane so now basically this this vote that we did on sunday uh in september tw- september 27th 2020 is basically rectifying an issue from a hundred years ago. And That's what it is. And wow. and I mean, it is and it also isn't because we could go, woohoo, father should leave. Two fucking weeks. Are you it's not enough. Me? It's not. It's by far not enough. Like, go go and watch what the Swedish do. That hasn't destroyed their system. Actually, they have... Uh, anyway, I mean, to me... Someone told me the other day the reason why Sweden can afford this um, fatherhood or parenthood uh, time off is because they are really rich. And I was like, what? Fuck that shit. We just had, we just had like, COVID. We had a whole... Like this country can is has so much money, it's bullshit. It's but we really just don't like to spend it. But we like to spend it on stupid things like this one. Oh, that's funny, dude. Line that up, you king of Segway, motherfucker. So I love it, dude. Switzerland said yes to uh, new fucking military 15? airplanes. Fifteen or something, well, right? Fifteen, right? Um, there is no, 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 no. 15 of them flying overhead. How much are there? At least a million francs each, right? Or how much two million? One million? I heard something crazy like that. No, no, they're way more. How much? Are they they Euro fighters? They're like F-15 jets. Um, okay. So, uh, what's in the carts, what's in the carts. I hate this so much. (laughs) F-A-18. F-A-18. Oh God, they're just fucking endless. So, unit cost of an FA-18 list price in 2006 was 57 million a pop. Uh, uh, um, see, Dean, this is why million. this is why you should be voting, Dean. This like is bullshit. Exactly. Vote next time. How the fuck should I vote with the whole system? Because look, despite Bo- what I think. The government wants fucking new fighter Dean, jets. They're gonna get them. You have a There's mic. There's nothing in, we can do about it. No, but have, we have a wait, wait. You have a mic in your face. You could influence the three people that listen to us. All Swiss to, people that are listening. <laughs> two and a half. Attention, Swiss people. Christian, Dean, Dean has a public service Christian, announcement. This is a direct message to all the Swiss people I know. Christian, it's too late, Harry. It's too late. But Dean, yeah. How many it, jets did they buy? Wait, wait, wait. We didn't buy them yet. So uh, here, here is here where is are they the, buying them from? Wait, this Germany. is the thing. So we basically said yes to a credit. Um, I might be wrong about this. I think three, three and a half to six billion um, over the next um, tw- twenty years or whatever. I'm sorry. Um, what do we need these jets for? Yeah, yeah. That, that's a very good question. So the the jets in in uh, on the list right now. I said the FA18. It's basically an upgrade from the existing one, just so that no one calls me out on that. Yes, we currently have the FA18. Um, the other jet that's currently uh, in the mix is the uh, Dassault Rafale, a French plane. Um, the cost is currently at seventy nine million euros a pop, and the Eurofighter Typhoon. <sighs> We um, need the Eurofighter the just Euro- for the e- irony of the Eurofighter. Yeah, that would be fucking brilliant. Eurofighter Typhoon costs ninety million euros <laughs> a Gee. pop, potentially though up to one hundred and twenty-five million British pounds. Can you see why I've lost faith in this fucking bullshit? Yeah, system? but dude, dude, listen. When we have what do we need a hundred thousand followers? Need 
Dude, when we have a hundred thousand Swiss people listening, all of them are going to be progressive people, which will people never happen. Vote. Yeah, because they listen to a you podcast. Can, you can influence <laughs> them, but you've got to set an example by voting yourself. Say, guys, this I'm is how I want vote. you to vote. I vote for scrapping those planes. It doesn't make a difference. Harry. And turning them into e-scooters. The interesting difference. bit about this is how fucking close it was. So I have been dealing with this army bullshit for a long, a long time. And um, this is the first time the, the vote was, <laughs> this is beautiful, 50.1% yes, 49.9% no. It was your motherfucking vote, Dean, that would have made the difference. Was it? Yes, it was. I'll tell you why. Because the government wanted this to go through regardless. I'm telling you now, it doesn't matter what we vote for. No, they fucking, direct no. democracy does not exist. It does. Doesn't. Now, the one thing Doesn't that not. really strikes me about this picture, and this Bullshit. is something that comes up in Swiss uh, votes and elections all the time, is the um, uh, Latin versus Germanic divide. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's interesting. Okay, so um, as people know, Switzerland is a goddamn Latinus. <laughs> Switzerland is a multicultural society, despite other people's opinion, and um, it, it, we basically have a French-speaking part. We have an Italian-speaking part, which is the Latin they Switzerland. They don't count. Well, uh, obviously not, because they said no to the planes. Who the, the Latins? The really? Latins. Yeah, they, they basically said, "No, fuck off, cunts. We're not buying these. This is this is fucking retarded." I'm gonna move to Chichina. But there's, and, there's and all German the genes. Germans, all the Germans went like, "Yes, but we have to protect ourselves against the Russians. It's From fucking what? dumb." Like From what? We have bunkers. Actually, but wait a second. Here, let me just say this. Maybe <laughs> if all things go to shit which is it seems to be a possibility in the world right doesn't now. doesn't matter. This might not have been such a dumb vote. But, no. but Dean asks the right question. What are we buying these planes for? And this always strikes me. It is a vanity. It's, it's, it's we, we call it like a show of force. There's nothing or, more than Switzerland loves. It's status symbol. Yeah. And, okay, so Switzerland is about the size of, like, a stamp in the context of Europe. So this is a Rolex if you fire watch. up If you fire up the afterburner in Geneva, you're uh, up on Lake Constance in Dude, the north like end of Switzerland in, in half a minute. Dude. It, it doesn't make any sense. It, it, is, any it sense. is so dumb. So what they did do, um, a buddy of mine, he used to be a, a fighter pilot for the Swiss Army. And he was talking to me about a bet that they had is fire up the afterburner in Basel and see how far off you can drift into t Italy. No, way, just yeah, drift. Yeah, just drift. Basically, ah. you switch off over, over the border and then you see how far can you go until they call you out. How it. far do you get? And all the way to Venice. Like, it's... Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, fuck, dude. Because so, there were some Italians that are like, oh, So there is, there is no, kind of like, like fun. I've changed my mind. We should get molto, more fighters. Molto pronti. Like, there, there, there <laughs> is, you guys um, want the pizza? Give me a five seconds. <laughs> there, there seems to be kind of like an agreement, of course, between... With adding a soundboard to this is adding anarchy. I love it. I love it. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Can we just add... Let's just press the... Uh, What's happening now? Another one's coming by. Another fucking 50 million pop of pranks. It's not going to go into the pockets. Oh, of the do you want to know how many we... It. Do you want to know how many we wrote off? No, don't even tell me, dude. <laughs> oh, I got a story. <laughs> I got so a story angry. for this. Um, Swiss Army lost airplanes. 
Oh. All right. I used to work with a guy who crashed a Super Puma. Oh. Ah, yes. Uh, Super Puma for the uh, listeners. Super Puma are our helicopters. This is if I'm driving around town and Harry's in the passenger seat and I crash and Harry dies. I just killed a Super Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> is Puma like the male cougar? I thought you said Boomer. No, no, Puma. Puma. Oh, for fuck's sake, Harry. Puma. Put your false teeth back in. You don't Say it fly. properly. Do you thought Puma. there was a, someone Puma. flying a super boomer? That's what I thought. What world do you After Burner is a super boom. I don't know. All right. So Sonic there's, boom. There's you get plane, the connection here? There's a plane called a, a helicopter called the Super Puma. It's a, tra- a transport. Because I've been living in Switzerland, you call it a Puma. And Puma. This guy I worked with back in the Swiss Air days. We, we invented those animals. He crashed one of those. And he made inter- He made national, probably international news. Oh. It's a really fucked situation because he. W- it was actually a test flight. He was still <laughs> getting to know the helicopter. And there was just something his instructor failed to tell him. And he banked too hard. And when, what you discover is that when you hit 90 degrees, a helicopter just falls out of the sky, basically. So he's and a he's a puma crasher. Yeah, and it, the 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 chopper was full. They're lucky no one uh, no one died because when the rotors come off, that's flying bits of guillotine. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, yeah. Christian's looking at the history uh, of I'm, all. I'm crashes. looking. I'm looking at how many crashes we had. We had a few actually. Oh God, there's another fifty billion francs coming by. Yeah, but but I mean. <laughs> I mean, in the end, this is to give boys toys. Let's face it. But uh, wait, I got one bit of history. Actually, in the Second World War, the Swiss Air Force shot down quite a lot of German and American airplanes. Was yeah, that? because we were neutral, but we bought the airplanes from the Germans. Oh, we were yeah, flying yeah. Messerschmitts at the time. So, uh, whoever uh, had the better deal, am I right? Whoever <laughs> had more money in the country, we would pay them. And more. and then the Americans, who traditionally have no concept of geography, kept flying fleets of bombers over Switzerland. They accidentally bombed Zurich. I read that the other day. They bombed a bunch of cities actually along the border. Accidentally, yeah, yeah. yeah. They they did serious damage. But, but they Baden. used to they used to bomb cities in the dark, like in in the night, and there was no radar at the time. So that's that's what I tell. Myself. And then they they'd be up. They go, "Is that Munich? Yeah, that's that Munich." Be, yeah. It sounds to me a little bit like you slipped into the ass. Like it's just <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I'm thinking. Uh, Sorry, it was dark. I didn't see it right. Like what? All right. All right, so we've done the military. Um, Are we do, is there anything yeah, else to say? So and, but, okay, but Dean, the, but what, what I wanted to point out, just by the discussion that we just had, it, it is, it, this is basically a Swiss society. You discuss things that you, one, have no fucking clue about. So what, what, how do I choose a fucking airplane? Like, it doesn't actually matter that much. Um, the, the money is going to be spent. It's going to be a politician, politician's decision in the end, which is stupid. But... In the end, I actually don't really have a clue. I don't know. I'm not part of the army. I'm not part of the fin- defense concept. I actually get don't on, know. Get on YouTube, like F-18 versus Eurofighter. Oh, for fuck's sake. It that. is. Come on. The, yes, exactly. I'm going gonna, gonna to watch a tutorial. I'm gonna <laughs> watch that, that's how everyone Which figures everything the out these super days. Boomer. No, so I don't know things. Now, the, the, the airplane thing, that's only one of many, many examples with far bigger consequences. Um, the, like the, the the one that we had to vote about on Sunday as well was the hunting law. Okay, wait one second. I think 
we should make the goal of this podcast to get Dean to vote because he's the, the what I'm seeing is from Dean's reaction is that he hasn't yet left South Africa when it comes to this is to not government. a revolution versus evolution episode. No, 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 no. I know, but the point is, is that you have got the Swiss passport. You haven't learned any languages. I have Swiss German, which does not fucking help me with voting. Okay, but voting. See, you're disillusioned still from South Africa. Incorrect. The one country, <laughs> yeah, incorrect is incorrect. just your default. The one country what make the, assumptions in the I world say incorrect. In, your assumption is incorrect. That's, in the, that's in, what I do. Okay, good. In <laughs> the world, in the world, the one country that could have any claim to say that it's the only place democracy might have worked okay, could good. be Switzerland. Okay, good. Sometimes, sometimes. Uh, uh, Let me quickly get into two of them and then we're going to explore what you just said, Harry, because I think that fits nicely into this. So one of them is super boring. It's called the hunting law. And the hunting law is basically... uh, Switzerland has um, uh, a very avid uh, hunting scene. This is totally the truth. It's not about sex. (laughs) (laughs) Was there ever a moment where the immigration law and hunting law were like proposed at the same time? Well, they were this Sunday. This Sunday, yeah. That's, so you're that, telling me there's a we're far getting, somewhere in uh, Switzerland. You, you, you basically overtook me on the left on I this did, one. I yeah, 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 I see where you're going. <laughs> I know how you work, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> we know we're getting to know each there's other. There's a bunch of Swiss well. men running after Ethiopian immigrants, fucking <laughs> just shooting them. The the this law the, the law was really bizarrely complicated and um, worded in a way that no one who actually doesn't hunt understands. So this is what I have to vote about. I have to vote about something that I absolutely am not qualified for. And, uh, well, it was, it was canned, but in the end, it doesn't really matter. It was just about being, I think it was about allowed, being allowed to shoot a wolf. That's what they wanted to do. They wanted to be able to kill uh, a wolf. Because there's like three wolves in Switzerland. No, there is now six. So that's a problem. They, so now we have to yeah. decimate that fucking population by 50%. <laughs> I, love, I love that a whole nation voted basically for the life of these six wolves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's a, Surely we have Well, no, they, they killed the sheep in summer. So oh, they, oh <laughs> Jesus Christ. They have to go. What, what next? They're moving Thanks. up. They're going to kill a cow next. <laughs> Next uh, up, a baby immigrant. I tell you but what. Now yeah, we should vote. To they're going to be the alive. wolves that take took down a cow. What next? A llama and then a I baby wanna, immigrant. You missed my joke. I want to ignore. I want to ignore the um, the the other boring ones and especially the ones from the canton and the city of Zurich. They're, they're, it's incredibly boring. It's only about budget. Okay, I mentioned the right wing party before, and they uh, they hate. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes another one. Okay. <laughs> we got to keep Don't give um, the soundboard. The, uh, exactly. Another 50 million francs flow overhead. I think it's a nice intro <laughs> to bring... Poverty still the, exists. I like to bring the right-wing party up and Dean brings in the military material right there. And more like the anarchy material. No, fair fucker. enough. I'll shoot down those planes. But our goal is to uh, that Dean understands the importance of voting in future. Incorrect. Incorrect. It doesn't matter. So, back to where I was with the right-wing party. <laughs> They um, they hate uh, immigrants, of course. They're right wing. They're fucking idiots, and um, they had a bunch of <laughs> Harry, the fucking immigrant of this country. Him and his offspring. <laughs> so uh, for years, they have tried to basically undermine 
all sorts of agreements that we, for example, had with the EU, blah, blah, blah. So a couple of years ago, they came up with an initiative. I think it was 2012 that would kind of like limit the amount of people oh, that yeah. can come to the country. Quotas. And um, then they started to create a bunch of follow-up um, initiatives. And this is one of them. It was called um, <laughs> the Begrenzungsinitiative, which basically means limitation law or milita- uh, limitation clause, which would basically limit the amount of people that can come here based on if a company can prove that um, there is no Swiss person that can do the same job. Yeah, I think I, that's the gist. That's the gist of it. It's a little bit more complicated and racist, but th- this is basically what it is. I've had to go through it. I once hired an American and it was, it was a shit ton of work. Mm, yeah, this is the thing. So uh, it would apply um, to EU citizens. Uh, we do that as a country already to people. We call it third states, not third world country, but third states. So but America is a America third is world a third country. world country. Yeah. Um, but we we also do that with like people from Australia. We do that to people that come from Russia, whatever. They're basically like they're not part of the EU. EU, EU is kind of like the second, and then everyone else is third. Yeah. Long story short, so they used to win heaps on these sort of topics. Um, uh, Switzerland was kind of like ripe for young Nazis. And um, this time, not. And I I was really surprised. So 60.6% in Switzerland said, uh, fuck off. Um, This is not what we're doing anymore. We're we're no longer doing these sort of bullshit bullshit laws. Still, 39.4% said, I, but, but here, okay. So, you know, haven't been here almost 20 years and I've seen the, the, the DNA of Zurich change in the time I've been here. Like it went from being a, a a Swiss city with a few Germans that were annoying people on the trams to being an international (laughs) city. And now it's English people, well, English speakers, not English people that annoy people on the trams. And if you look at the statistics, uh, Zurich is over fifty percent foreigners, and then yeah. how? Like it's like one million foreigners, non-Swiss passport people in the country for a country of eight million. Eight million, which is like one in seven, one in eight people is foreign. Now, on the one hand, I fully support the vote, but on the other hand. What I would say is, is Christian, you, you've just provided a prime example of saying these right-wing cunts and whatever else you said just now, is I think part of the problem is that the left wing of this discussion uh, so utterly ridicules the right wing. And there is a, I think there is a genuine discussion to be had on, on like the, like when you've got those numbers of foreigners in the country, you're changing the nature of the country. And I'm not saying that that is a bad thing, but I think it is something that you could have a reasonable discussion on. Unfortunately, a reasonable discussion isn't possible. And my concern and what I've seen in the past is that the left wing ridiculing the right wing leads to the right wing voting extremely on these topics. So they are, they vote for like, yeah, let's just fucking... And the SVP totally exploits this. Okay, so this is interesting to me. Um, when... Uh, what, what do you think... What kind of role do we play in comedy on this one? Because I'm shitting on right-wingers. I do. 
I actively do because I think it's retarded to to be anyist. Like if you're if you're racist, if you're um, <laughs> if, if you're a colonialist, whole, yeah, but, yeah. But but the thing is, I think of the people on the right end of the spectrum, only a small number are actually racist, and for the others, it's more a thing of they is the it's that statement ich verstehe die Welt nicht mehr like i don't understand like like we'll, we're in Albersreden in zurich which is probably the last swiss enclave of zurich where it's majority swiss people and i i kind of have some empathy for people like hey this used to be a place where all you heard was swiss german and now it's a place where you hear English most of the time. Like, there is at least... Oh, God forbid it would be another language. Yeah, but but the point is this, is like for some people, especially older people, that change is one that they... That makes them feel threatened. No, and but that that I don't count because, like, uh, what what's what's known is uh, people that are left wing in a young age they become right wing at uh, at an older age because they start to have to protect their fucking money. It's and it, it, it happened to to Swiss. We we had our revolutionaries, if you will. There were there was a bunch of uh, people that had like pirate radio stations out of Italy. Um, and uh, they created a, a radio station called Radio 105, and um, that guy, uh, Roger Shavinsky, he was like a revolutionary, um, left-wing thinking person, and then he became old and rich, and now he's he's a bit of a bourgeois, you know? Like, he's that, that kind of guy where it's like, you yeah, know, but we have to talk serious about, like, this and that and the other. Like, no, no, fuck that. We don't, yeah, because now you, you basically are looking after your tax bill. So, I, I, don't, I don't let that stand. It's, if you're old um, and you are in no shape or form loyal to um, your um, say you're, you're a left-winger at a young age and you become a right-winger, you've lost me. Like, seriously. Oh, yeah, but wh- what I'm saying is, is more, uh, you know, it's <laughs> just like if you're, if, if you grew up in Switzerland and... I you, did. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so you grew up, like you grew up in Bern. So most of the people you dealt with were Swiss. They all look like you and so on. And then it starts to change. I'm not saying that the change is wrong, but I do think that there should be a discussion on how much do you want this to change. And that needs to be a discussion where people aren't shouting at each other and saying you're a fucking idiot and a racist or and you're a, whatever it is, like however that discussion goes. You need to have a discussion on the form of, okay, so how many foreigners is okay? Like, like, but do you think you win a discussion with someone that thinks that way? Because I, I see, I see what you're saying, Harry. I, I totally get it where you're coming from. My problem is what I've learned, especially in 2020, is arguments don't cut it anymore. Like people don't listen to to fucking arguments. Yeah, but here's because a clothing. I, uh, I'm not getting involved. Okay, oh, look overhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quick. Send in the send in the troops. Saved, Someone lost their watch. Uh, saved by the plane. No, um, but I think that yeah, actually you're right. I mean, we've reached a ridiculous point, but I think part of the part of the issue is that whenever we I can isolate that, I can isolate Harry saying, "Actually, you're right." I Wait, gonna, yeah, I, let me let's both absorb this. Can we play it back? No, you're. No, right. no. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm gonna put this on the soundboard for next time. Yeah. You're, actually, you're, yeah. you're right. Actually, you're right. No, you're you're right that we're not the world today. We're not able to have. Don't reason. don't start to put it in context. <laughs> I'm not putting like, it. Let me finish the sentence. We're we're extremely bad at this moment of having any reasonable conversations. We're just like you know, like like uh, who wrote Harry Potter. J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling. Look at the Rowling. No- Rowling. Look at the number of people that are like, J.K. Rowling hates trans people. Fuck her. It's like, did you actually look at what she said? No, I don't give a fuck. I just heard, <laughs> I saw a meme that said J.K. Rowling hates trans. Fuck what, her. What did like, she say? Did, did you look even at any facts? She, I forget the whole story, but she actually didn't really say anything. I uh, no, she did. It. And then Jamila Jamil called her out. It was it was pretty funny. Hypocrite, Harry. I think what the what so what is okay? Are we going to go off on Jake? No, Rowling? let's not. My point is is that if we I, need a woman on the podcast to discuss this, if if Do I we? no, we that's <laughs> sexist question. <laughs> I know. I, I did this on purpose. Trans I did people. this Look, on purpose. If 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 you come with your point of view, and then I tell you, not only is your point of view bullshit, but you are a terrible human being who does who just needs to be killed. If I give you that vibe, do you think you want to hear anything I say? No. You think I'm a cunt. Unless it's which, a podcast. Which means that you get together with a bunch of your other friends and you have your opinions in quiet until you can reach a certain level where you can then say, hey, fuck these guys. We're in the majority now. Let's, let's, yeah, which is what's happening. Uh, which, in the which, world which today. I, I wanted to bring this up actually to, um, to kind of wrap it as well on the podcast is the whole majority element. So um, today uh, there was a big argument um, online about, is the majority always right? Nope. And, um, I mean, at least the 1930s tell us that, <laughs> no, they, they are not. Um, um, but uh, but it's a genuine question because this is the concept that democracy, as we know it, is built on. We basically say... It doesn't uh, exist. Uh, let's assume it does. Okay. Let, humor me. Let's I'll, assume I'll it does. And um, the majority of a populace decides let's do this let's buy a fucking airplane let's send dads home for two weeks let's make sure that auslanders uh, foreigners can still come to this country now these are kind of like all semi-sensible kind of things except for the airplanes i guess but um in that context are the, are the majority always right it's a, it's an honest question what, what do you guys think uh i'll tell you my experience real quick uh South Africa, as usual, the the way that the government now, the ANC government, and also the rise of the right wing party, the EF, right, they've managed to get so much power uh, based on the history of the country. Not that I'm saying ever that the way it was run was right at all. It was the worst kind of uh, system ever. Agreed. Agreed. We're all on that page. But what a lot of like the older generation of black folk in South Africa are still stuck in that mentality because why for the past 25 years of freedom that we have, I think it was 27 now. Uh, no, it's almost 30 years freedom. Yeah. Close to 30. They're all stuck in this uneducated poverty system where they believe that a white person in government equals apartheid. That's what they believe outright. So the, the majority of the voters out there have not experienced proper education, have not experienced a growth in their economic situation. 
the majority of them still vote for a government that's not treating them properly, that's corrupt. So they're the majority. Can I, can I ask a question there? So do you think there needs to be some form of test who can vote? Like, do you have to be educated? So because that kind of goes into the, the, the realms of is your high IQ enough to vote? Uh-huh. Which is fucking weird, yeah. you know, bro- big brother bullshit. Yeah, yeah. You know, or like status, like where China's like, you know, with the, the social system where like if you buy alcohol, you drop in social status kind of thing. I disagree. Like we all have freedom. I do. I'm believe glad in I'm in Switzerland where I grow, where my social status goes up if I buy alcohol. <laughs> well, I think the number one there is you. You need to make sure that the education is number one on your. Yeah, list but a government that doesn't invest in that because they're too concerned yeah. with their own pockets. It's not progressive for the, co- yeah, the country. If you don't educate, so in that your case, people. my mind, the majority is not right. They have no idea what the fuck. They're they're only because like here's also a cultural thing. Maybe it doesn't belong in this context, but the cultural idea for a lot of the subcultures of South Africa is this, like status symbols mean a lot more than they should. For example, yeah. the ANC government parades around the low like low poverty areas, the squatter camps. People are living in squalor and poverty. They'll drive through that area with 20 Mercedes Benzes advertising the ANC colors and the people there love it they're like yes we're still in power we are someone everything's going somewhere proper but i'm like for fuck's sakes you guys are starving and these assholes are driving through town in mercedes benzes but you'll still vote for them Mm -hmm. i'm sorry but something's fucked up here yeah yeah but i mean also i'm privileged to have that viewpoint i think i think the the majority is always wrong because they're obviously a bunch of trans-hating oppressors well let's define let's define the majority and and i think a minority of at least three people gets more power than a majority i'm I'm playing devil's advocate you have uh made a bunch of statements in previous podcasts harry where you are you, you you framed it as you're wary of groups or tribal behavior uh yeah but uh the majority is usually not one of those groups except in 1930s germany but usually the majority is wishy-washy so you can so so in general i'd say yeah the way democracy works we don't have a better system then yeah majority gets to decide and and when you have a minority and we see this a lot in the world today who get fixed around one issue they once they get some momentum with that they totally exploit their power over a majority and often pushing an agenda which is completely insane for most people but you know i mean for me the whole issue on trans rights is yep i agree we should be treating uh, people that are trans fairly but the flip side is is if you look at the world today where we're about to have economic meltdown it's ridiculous that America is going into a revolution. If you look back in history, it's like, how could this nation at a time where they were on the edge of collapse be have been fucking arguing about, do we call each other Z or Z? That's insane. <laughs> this is like the, the number like of the people, XYZ the number of people that that affects is nothing compared to the population of that nation. So the point of majority rule is that you're basically addressing the interests of most people, but prerequisite to that is you have to educate those people first. And most, <clears throat> most of the English-speaking Western countries have deliberately undermined that over years of just not educating people. I've got a is your, your experience in, in, uh, in Switzerland so far, do you think that the populace is educated enough to actually make a decision? Compared to everywhere else I've been, yeah, definitely. 
I'm just immediately thinking of some of the older people I've met sitting inside watching fucking SRF try and not, you know, developing their own opinions watching the Fox News version of Switzerland. So they're very conservative old school. And I ignore them. I don't think they exist as people. They they have majority vote every time. Like the, the Bilag, which is a vote that we had where uh, there's a radio and internet tax for the whole country. So if you own a cell phone, if you own internet, if you own a television, you have to pay this tax. And I think it's absolute bullshit. But it's got arguments on its own, which I don't fully understand because I couldn't give a fuck to vote. <laughs> but I think I think ultimately it's good that and and I guess the the sixty three percent was it that voted for the EU thing it was about that over sixty percent sixty percent and I I'm guessing it reflects a, an age change and and this is a good thing because young Swiss people don't like work and they need they need workers like. Who runs the hospitals? Who are all the doctors? They're oh, wow. German. I, I love uh, that's I such love a boomer you, thing to say. I love how you wrap it. It's that. fucking true. It's not true. No, I tell you, we it, bring we me. We don't love to work. Let, no, 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 no. Not you, Dean. Swiss young people. If you, I've hired these people. I've had this discussion with other foreigners. We'll get but you work in media. Let's get. Let's call Ben right now. You work in media. Here's what happens when you try and hire a young, a young Swiss person. We say, right, we're doing something as a startup. It's going to be extremely stressful. That's, a, that's the first mistake right there. Wait, wait. Okay, but let's just say we got a shit. False hopes and dreams. We got a shit ton of work. We have an opportunity here to do Didn't something just- awesome. Are you on board? And they go, like, yeah, but can I work 80% or maybe 60% because I'm working on my work-life balance? We value life over work, unlike you boomers. Yeah, but the thing is, is you are only on this planet once and you can either fritter it away on bullshit or use your talent wow. to make something Our happen. Our idea bullshit is sitting at work nine to five every day for the rest of your life, not being able to pay your fucking pension, Harry. It's which not. Which is your position right now, my friend. What, like, if you have a talent. I love this. If you have a talent. Yeah, look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Gen X, off again. Watch out, everybody. I, Woo. So, so, on the one hand... Oh god, the Boomers just spent 50 million francs on another fucking fighter jet. Well, all we are out here doing is not trying to sit at a desk like right. fucking slaves. So, so let me it creates jobs. Let let me just put where So let me <laughs> remind you guys that I'm not Boomer, I'm Gen X. That oh, means sorry. I grew up under Margaret sorry. Thatcher. I was told I actually have to work and I learned a work ethic which meant that um, I don't, don't don't put word ethic, ethic into this uh, conversation. The point the point is this: is if you want to be good at anything, you need to fucking work. Define anything, whatever it is. A job, designer, Family, programmer, life life experience, family. You exactly all of those That's things. That's not a job. What whatever it is, like you. Okay, designer. I'm to, I'm not talking about job. I'm talking about talent. Life. Yeah, you need a talent. Maybe in life. we want to be a talented at experiencing life or being a family person. This requires those less are, those work are, balance. Those more are work life balance. Those are all good things. But what? But what most like these eighty percenters are doing is they're like, yeah, and then I'll use my Friday to go to a cafe. It's like, sorry, but. You need to up so wait, but uh, here's career advice up till thirty. Well, work fucking hard while you have energy to get good at something, and then you can make something happen with your life. Well, here's my you 80%. come at life with yeah. I'm here to work eighty percent in my life. Like look, Harry, here's I, my eighty percent. I on Fridays usually do a fucking podcast. Every Tuesday, Thursday, do comedy. 
I work 80%. I do all of those things, and I have two kids, and I have a full-time job. Oh, okay. Well, Can you just start and, putting and your I'm, dicks back into your pants? And I'm surrounded and by younger people, let's say at a place I work, who go, oh, I'm so tired. And I'm like, motherfucker, I don't, look, learn I, to I, manage I your energy. Learn to be a useful human being. You know what's annoying, Harry? Is like I'm on the exact same page as you when I see people who are lazy, unmotivated for life and stuff. It pisses and, me off. And I get it because I know, Dean, page. you have talent and I've seen what you can do. We you put in the hard. time. I've met, and I'm it's know, specific to, and people that move to this country have desire to do something with True their that. life. I've met a lot of, okay, I'll calm down a bit. I've met a lot of young Swiss people <laughs> who probably the family has way too much money. They don't, they're only working to, to add some purpose because they don't really need to work. And they uh, come up with things like, yeah, oh, I love your world changing idea. Can I work like 80%, maybe 60%? You're like, sorry, motherfucker, but you're a young person. And like that, you will have no useful talent that we can use. And your attitude tells us that. Uh, this is a different argument. Though. Yeah. Anyway, so, but because of that, it's good that you carried on letting the foreigners in because those guys want to work. Look at who all the. <laughs> True, go go true. to the Unispital and count the number of German doctors. Swiss kids <laughs> dude, don't want to be doctors because that's fucking hard work. Yeah, imagine the immigrant bill like passes and like they they not like they've kicked all the foreigners out. Like the only things that would actually run properly are the cops. Oh, uh, yeah, you're not you're not wrong, and uh, it goes hand in hand with what is happening in the UK. Like immediately after Brexit, they had to figure out a way to keep Polish workers in the country because these are the only plumbers oh. that they have like, it's, <laughs> exactly it's it, it was fascinating exactly. to watch and um oh um how many people from india um were brought over to the uk to They're actually be doctors. the doctors yeah. it is it, it is exactly the same argument so like where would google be without you know india? it's the same shit because it, and you know back when i used to work for local.ch we'd see the numbers on this shit Everything involved, like electricians, plumbers, care for old people, like basically everything where some young Swiss person goes, eh. No, it, could, it, it could stink and you could get you, your hands dirty. Yeah, you need foreign workers for that mm. shit now. And this, is a, and this is a fucking disaster waiting to happen. So um, well, uh, lastly, I just wanted to talk about how many people actually participated in the vote this time around. Okay, I'll... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit that out. Is it really bad? Yes, yeah, it's, it's really bad. Okay, well, listen, I just confessed to something terrible that uh, would get me into jail. Dean, here's my... Not as bad as people voting for this. Dean, here's, here's the thing. <laughs> and, and I'm telling you this because, because I'm guilty of this myself. Are you? Is a certain part of me hasn't left England. And, or it's actually it transformed to America. In other words, what I'm getting from you is that you're not doing the due diligence on becoming Swiss. In this, that because that's don't you fucking dare, Mister. I've been here wait, twenty years without a wait, passport. Wait, 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 wait. Because as an expat, it's the culture coming from the U.S. is way more interesting than anything in Switzerland. So you just tune into that. The memes, the news. You know more about Donald Trump than Doris Leuchtenberg or whoever in fucking name is. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> 
Go on. Okay. Yeah, you see? And and so you're not voting is a reflection of that because you're thinking that the Swiss system is like the South African system. It is. You haven't proven me wrong yet. Because you haven't... Okay, so you haven't yet explained what is your view of how useless democracy is. I did already. Every vote that has come through this country that I've seen, every single one, if it costs government more money to improve it, they voted no. And all, all right. the propaganda that's involved with the private companies that we discussed investing in these things, whatever benefits government is voted in. Whatever it doesn't is voted out. Yeah, there but hasn't been a single instance that it hasn't been that case. But that, wait a second. I think, so my interpretation, my interpretation my of interpretation that. My interpretation is this. It's fucking bullshit. My interpretation of that is, is not that the vote gets manipulated. It's that the government gives it. Does. it Propaganda exists here. The government, yeah, propaganda is a manipulating the people. Exactly. It's not like the vote the vote's gets rigged. Because people here don't mind following what they say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, but what Harry is trying to say is that effectively the vote is rigged. On paper, so, on okay. paper, I agree with you here, Harry. On paper, direct democracy exists. But in the real world, they manipulate the decisions same. aren't I, made. I've got a different yeah, interpretation exactly. for what's going on, right? So, Dean, you, let's say you it's get those hundred thousand votes, yeah. uh, and you you introduce a bill for dicks out Friday, and it's this is Friday. your bill. Yeah, on Give behalf me of me. Give me an example that I would actually. Create. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a Harry. This bill. is a Harry thing. Give me an example that I would actually. Make. All right. What do you? What would you want to make? A Legal, vote for? Legalized drugs. Legalized cocaine. Let's go. Legalized cocaine. No, I wouldn't vote for that either. All right, so what? Give me something that you care about. Uh, okay, let's give a dumb example. No, no, no uh, this is going to be difficult. Yeah, make because it Dean doesn't it, care about anything. Exactly, needs, exactly. Yeah, but it needs to be stupid. So free beer Fridays. Free beer Friday. Okay, so the government should sponsor beer for everyone on Friday. Okay, yeah. you get the vote on that. Now, what? What? To me, when the government says we think you should vote this way, implies. Our people, because we got teams of people that do analysis, have analyzed the consequences of Free Beer Friday, and, and we think it's bad for the country. So it's it's like a recommendation. Let's say let's say hypothetically, Free Beer Friday benefits the country in terms of mental health, cost production, all of that stuff, stress relief. I don't know some bullshit examples, right? That's the the proof is in favor of Free Beer. It would cost the government money. And they could be better use that money for other things, you know. For example, something that flies over your fucking head, every fucking you know, any, something like that. So I don't think government would ever allow this bill to pass through because there's only like seven members of parliament, and all of them are all, you know, I don't know, manipulated and structured and all work together in some way, despite the fact that they're left wing, right wing, would all vote. I think, I think that if one of them is part of the Feldschlesian family, then maybe this could then get through. Maybe then, the unless thing, there's some kind of like benefit for someone. The thing I would agree is probably true is that the people follow the recommendation of the yes. government. What, and, and wait, 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 wait. What, what I think might not be always true is that the recommendation the government makes is always monetarily... I would say 90% of the time. Maybe. I think it's also power. Yeah, there's always like, I would say like 98% of the time it's monetarily, economically um, in favor of. Um, I think... Uh, I mean, Christian, you, you, you call, you're the Swiss person. Look. 
wrap it up here. Christian you took us down a hole here and we haven't come to any conclusion I no because I'm actually really I, conflicted about this and we I'm, need I'm a conflicted happy I'm conflicted about um, majority ma- majority votes I'm really conflicted about it um, really for, from a historic perspective I think it's There's fucked up it's a weird feeling that it's not yeah it's it's, it's um, because uh, Switzerland also prides itself of like trying to find consensus but every that single work. thing that we were just talking about is like split in the middle ish so yeah you have a bunch of votes where um, it, it was pretty strong um, there was a pretty strong view of how fucked up uh, racism is for example that's pretty cool but everything else we we are very we are a very split country, and yeah. um, I think the the voting process actually um, kind of reinforces that divide to a certain extent. I the, the reason why I'm saying that as well. I went to school in the French part, um, and we were taught in school um, how divided we are as a nation. Um, and I'm 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 not a nationalist. Very much, I despise everything about like patriotism and all that sort of stuff i think it's it's a it's misguided energy you have not done anything and you you're priding yourself for a country that you had nothing to do with um but you're lucky that you're here that that's that's what it is you're lucky that you're here there's nothing I feel to feel like every day there, there's nothing to be proud of as such you know what i mean it's it's like you you cannot be proud of how late we let women vote there's there's no such thing as patriotism um but okay rant over but what what i learned there was how divided actually we are and every single quarter in this country we are doing it again and again and again and there there is an obvious because when you look at the maps you get a map of who said yes and who said no in terms of town and canton and it's always that divide between the latin world and the german world and and, it, it, and also the cities and the and also the cities and the and, and the and the rural areas yeah. so I'm, I'm not sure if that is actually helping and it, we are not sitting we are not sitting at the table having a discussion to find consensus we are slapping each other with um arguments that actually no one listens to so we are very very good at sending information we are not good at receiving information as a society in this country but i think i mean if as far as democracy goes winston church had a nice i think it was winston church there's a quote that says like democracy is a terrible idea but it's better than everything else we've thought of I forget. I, 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 I paraphrasing. I actually wanted to to use a quote uh, by Mark Twain. Why can I not? No, no, sorry, you, not you, Harry. <laughs> what? No, fuck you, Harry. Say that quote again. And so I'm getting the quote slightly wrong, but it basically says democracy is a terrible idea, but it's better than every other thing that we came. This up is with. the throwback to our revolution versus evolution. Put democracy. Take that word out. Put capitalism in there. Say it again. Oh, Cap- it is true. Yeah, it is. Ca- it, Capitalism it, 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 is a terrible idea, but it's better than anything else. Exactly. We need a revolution. <laughs> I mean, I would have a solution because I'm a nerd, but there's an Arthur C. Clarke book that describes how to run the world. Uh, but that's a side note. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in a big name. Uh, if you're in this game right now, Harry, uh, Mark Twain, uh, American writer. He said, um, "If Huckleberry Finn, <laughs> if voting made any difference." They wouldn't let us do it. And Boom! That I wish goes. I knew that quote, Christian. But Thank you, dude. Didn't he write a it's book with a character called N-Word Jim? 
<laughs> well, um, Look, don't riff. You're fucking being Twitter right now. Let's just take it out of context. Just like you didn't read into fucking J.K. Tom Rowling. Sawyer and N-word you know Jim. <laughs> What's that overhead right now? Oh, God. <laughs> Another goddamn... Louis, Louis the Germans are here. Uh, we didn't learn anything, I guess. And um, Just another episode didn't learn jack shit just, but it's it's okay it's okay i find i i needed to get this through because it, that that sunday was confusing for me and we did get dan on the podcast yeah shout out to, oh i gotta make another shout out real quick can i do the yeah thing. go sherry my sister hey she's been complaining that i haven't shout her out yet so this is oh, to her. is she younger or older she's younger than me uh and she's got your mom's gene oh god <laughs> fuck sherry this is what you asked for actually Yes, we She's shout out on a podcast where Harry the fucking pedophile exists. Dean secretly, that's, Don't what, you dare. that's what she Look, wanted that shout out for. She, <gasps> she Harry, you're crossing a real line right now. But you saw that coming, Dean. I did it because I didn't expect Harry to fucking <laughs> on my younger you sister. Saw that. My mom, she can defend herself, but my younger sister, Harry. Uh, Look, I, I saw this coming how, from a Harry, mile away. Went across the line. I live in the same, or like I come to the same house that your daughter. I saw you like. mentioned this. You mentioned this, ah. and I go like, "Oh, bullseye! This is gonna be no, no." You're <laughs> so mad at your father right now. <laughs> someone in the studio. Uh, yeah, we got guests in the studio here. Um, so I'm gonna go hit up Ben. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got it. We get rid of this fucking soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, we are, can we just say we today's episode is sponsored by the Ro- the road uh, uh, the Roadcaster Pro the Roadcaster Pro and we yeah we have one of these that we are entitled. What do you to mean use. sponsored? We paid for this thing. Oh yeah. Well, know. you did. <laughs> but, it, but it is increasing the size of our dicks that we're using this. Ah uh, yeah. Are you, um, uh, I must say, I must say, Australians seem to be really into podcasts. This whole gear is made in Australia, guys. Um, so thank you, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, you learned nothing. We learned nothing. Um, yeah. Harry is taking awkward pictures. Switch let's let's have us on a way. And uh, no, uh, one more thing, uh, Dean. Yeah. Do me a big favor. Go vote.